0: You are listening to the Explore the Bible Students Leader Training Podcast, where we take a closer look at each session and prepare you, the leader, to teach the Bible and point students to Christ. Hey, Drew Dixon, back with you for another uh, Leader Training Podcast for Explore the Bible Students. I'm the editor of Explore the Bible Students, and we find ourselves in Session 11 of our Fall 2021 study on Philippians, Colossians, and Philemon. Uh, We're getting near to the end of Colossians, of our study of Colossians, and uh, Session 11, is titled "Gospel Life," and the central truth is Jesus calls us to fight sin and love others like He loves us. So, um, I want—I think—a good place to start with your students this week is to clear up some common misconceptions about this passage. The opening of this passage, Paul begins Col- Colossians three by saying this: "So if you've been raised with Christ, seek the things above, where Christ is." seated at the right hand of god set your minds on things above not on earthly things for you died and your life is hidden with christ and god when christ who is your life appears then you will also appear with him in glory this passage is not about thinking and setting your mind on heaven at least not heaven like we think of it paul's not saying don't worry about anything that goes on in this world because you have an eternal life in a mansion and glory on the streets of gold He's not speaking of this disembodied existence that we'll someday experience in heaven. He says, set your mind on things above, where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your mind on the exaltation of Jesus. That's what he's saying. Set your mind on the resurrection of Jesus, not on earthly things. For you died and your life is hidden with Christ and God. When Christ's future life appears, then you will appear with him in glory. So he's saying to set our hope on future resurrection. And that's an important distinction because he's not saying don't worry about this life or don't think about anything in this life or don't you know, don't place any importance on how you live this life. He's saying live in the present with a view to your future resurrection. Live in the present like Christ has indeed defeated death on your behalf and risen to the right hand of the Father. Live right now like Jesus is king. That's what he's saying. Live like Jesus is king, not... Don't worry about anything in the side of eternity, because one day you'll you'll live in streets of gold. Does that make sense? That's an important distinction, because one of those tells us not to worry about things that go on and out of our lives. The other one t- gives us tremendous purpose and focus, and how to live meaningfully here in the present. Um, it's really important that we stress to students like your life in this present world in on this planet matters. It has eternal ramifications. Um, God has good and meaningful work for you to do here that he wants you to do for his glory and for the sake of his kingdom. Um, and we shouldn't miss that by, by thinking that passages like this just tell us not to worry about anything on this, on this, in this world. So Paul then goes on to tell us some ways we can do that. He says one of those ways is to put to death what belongs to our earthly nature. He's saying we're, right now, as we speak, we're resurrected creatures. And in light of the fact that we're resurrected creatures, let's not continue to live like the rest of the world. How does the rest of the world live? Well, in a lot of ways, in sexual morality, Like, this one is key for your students, right? I mean, it's just all around us. We live in this world that just thinks um, any and every type of sexual expression is wonderful and good and should be celebrated. Um, And Paul would here say, no, like, there's actually a design for sexuality that God intended, and, and, we, and we're to live inside of that. Um, so let's not just think we can pursue these things any way we want. So like sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desire, greed, that's a big one, isn't it, in our culture? Uh, we live in a culture that's greedy, not just for money, but also for fame, for influence, for popularity. Uh, I think we live in a culture that's greedy for acceptance. Um and so he says, you once walked in all these things and when you were living in them, but now put away all the following, anger, wrath, malice, slander, filthy language from mouth. what all those things have in common, they all elevate us and they all diminish and degrade and, and harm other people, right? So he says, don't lie to one another since you've put off the old self with its practices and have put on the new self. He says, here's who you really are. You are being renewed in knowledge according to the image of your creator, In Christ, there is neither Jew nor Greek, uh, circumcision and uncircumcision, barbarian and Scythian, slave and free, but Christ is in all. I'm sorry, but Christ is all and in all. So Jesus redefines our identity. He redefines the identity of your students. He redefines your identity and gives you eternal um, significance and purpose and wants to free you from living a selfish lifestyle that sees life as this opportunity to fill yourself up and get what you want and actually empowers you to live in a way that's far more joyful, far more fulfilling, in a way that says, no, Jesus is king and I exist to help other people see how great and glorious he is and to help other people see how Jesus wants to welcome them into the family of God. You see the difference? One of those is very self-focused and one of them is is others-focused. I promise me, You'll be a happier person if you'll give more of yourself for the good of others. If you'll give more of yourselves to point other people to Jesus rather than just to you know, get what you want out of life. It's hard to believe sometimes because we live in this world that, man, we're competing all the time for likes on social media and views and followers and so forth. Um, what if we could give up on that and see that we have a greater purpose and that's to love and serve um ultimately God, but then underneath that to love and serve our neighbors and point them to the hope that they can have in God. And that's why the book of Colossians is really, really good news. We'll wrap up Colossians next week. And until then, I'm Drew Dixon from Explore the Bible Students. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Explore the Bible Students Leader Training Podcast, where we equip you, the leader, to teach the Bible and point students to Christ. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, or Spotify. You can also find the podcast on ministrygrid.com.